First Baptist Athens offers this podcast of Devotions for Lent. Today's devotion is offered by Jennifer Baxley. It is based on the story in Genesis 39, 7-23, when Joseph is tempted by Potiphar's wife. The scripture is read from the New Living Translation. The devotion begins with music provided by Sarah Delbane, playing What Wondrous Love Is This Arranged for Flute. Lay aside everything else for the next few minutes. Allow the music to settle your soul, making space to listen for God. And Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in this entire household. No one has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How can I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. She kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day, but he refused to sleep with her, and he kept out of her way as much as possible. One day, however, no one else was around when he went in to do his work. She came and grabbed him by his cloak, demanding, Come on, sleep with me. Joseph tore himself away, but he left his cloak in her hand as he ran from the house. When she saw that she was holding his cloak and he had fled, she called out to her servants. Soon all the men came running. Look, she said, my husband has brought this Hebrew slave here to make fools of us. He came into my room to rape me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream, he ran outside and got away, but he left his cloak behind with me. She kept the cloak with her until her husband came home. Then she told him her story. That Hebrew slave you brought into our house tried to come in and fool around with me, she said. 
but when I screamed, he ran outside, leaving his cloak with me. Potiphar was furious when he heard his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph and threw him into the prison where the king's prisoners were held, and there he remained. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. The Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. There is nothing terribly triumphant about the story of Joseph and Potiphar's wife. No feel-good moment when we can declare, he did it all right, and look how he was rewarded. Eventually, years later, Joseph will know triumph. But not on this day. Not, in fact, for many years. No, the story for today is a stark reminder of one of the most painful lessons of the human condition. Despite what the prosperity gospel teachers may tell us, there are times in life when we can do everything the right way, the noble way, the faithful way, the ethical way, God's way, and it can all still fall apart. It is a bitter pill to swallow, but each of us in our own way know it to be true. From the time that the Apostle Paul was jailed for preaching the resurrection of Jesus Christ to present-day history, we know that people have been punished and even jailed for doing the right thing for centuries. Consider the life of Nelson Mandela, who risked it all for freedom and equality for all of the people of South Africa, only to spend 27 years in prison for refusing to be silenced. In recent years, since the implementation of DNA technology, nearly two dozen death row inmates have been exonerated, some of them having spent decades in prison for crimes they did not commit. But human rights activists and death row inmates may seem comfortably distant, which might make it easy to dismiss today's story as something that doesn't really happen to us. But I suspect it relates to us more than we care to admit. Have you ever given everything, your love and your faithfulness, to a relationship, maybe even a marriage, only to watch a partner walk away? Have you or someone you've known ever poured their heart and soul into raising their children to live good and responsible lives only to see them struggle or fall into destructive patterns? Maybe you've felt this disappointment at your job when you worked so diligently only to find out that the coworker who didn't seem as qualified or as hardworking or even as ethical got the promotion. Recently, I know that many of my colleagues in healthcare have felt betrayed by the public. They are working around the clock to fight the devastation of COVID-19, only to come home to stories of people who refuse to wear masks and dismiss the whole thing as a hoax or simply just the flu. In ways big and small, our world can often feel that integrity is not rewarded, and we can experience that as hopelessness and defeat. I suspect Joseph may have felt some of that too, quietly sitting in the corner of a jail cell. But there is much to learn about where Joseph goes from here, and I suspect it has something to do with a sentiment once expressed by Nelson Mandela, 
when he was asked to comment on his feelings about his jailers, Mandela said, resentment is like drinking a poison and hoping it will kill your enemies. I think it is no accident that the writer of Genesis never mentions Potiphar or his wife again in this passage once Joseph has been sent away, for they are not dwelled on. We get the sense from the urgency of the writer that Joseph moves on right away. In fact, if I had to choose a word to define where Joseph goes from here, it would be purpose. Joseph begins to find purpose, even as a prison inmate. In fact, if you study the life of Joseph, you will find that purpose is a trait that defines his whole journey. Wherever you find Joseph, you find a servant who is aware of God's presence and faithfulness, and as he trusts God, others trust him. Maybe it doesn't seem like much to be the head inmate at a prison, but Joseph's purpose will eventually lead him to interpret dreams that will someday take him into the presence and trust of the Pharaoh. Joseph allows God to meet him in every moment of his life when he falls down and simply asks, how do I get up? I suspect there is some place in your life right now that feels defeating. Consider today how you can put resentment and frustration aside and seek God to help you find purpose in what lies ahead. Please pray with me. Holy God, thank you for the many times that you have helped us when we have fallen down. Life can be disappointing, and resentment is a powerful emotion. Teach us to find purpose and faithfulness that lead us to brighter moments and days. Amen.